thank you for that. Oh shit, you're recording. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just. Yes. Don't add the burp. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again. I know it's been a long time coming. I'm so excited to finally talk about this movie. We've been trying to get this going for the past week and a half, two weeks now. Uh, but we are finally here. It is me, the one, the only Gizmo, and my co-host of the most, the horror queen herself, Krista. <laughs> are you excited to talk about Marry Me? Pardon? Marry Me. The Owen Wilson, uh, J-Lo movie. That's what we're talking about tonight. Absolutely not. <laughs> I gotta go walk my fish. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie. I watched that movie last week and I was like. I had no interest. It's, 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 it's total schlock. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Yeah, it's total schlock. Like I've seen better. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen Beyond the Lights. Came out I like maybe, no, maybe like five, five less years ago. But uh, way better telling of that kind of story about a a celebrity falling in love with a random guy. Uh, it's schlock. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we are here. We are talking about the latest horror movie. Now two weeks old, but. The latest horror movie, X, which is directed by the one, the only. Funny that I brought him up last episode. You did. Uh, Ty West. Uh, last episode, I was just talking about how Hollywood is kind of sleeping on this guy because I think he is one of the better minds when it comes to horror movies. And he hasn't done anything for a while. No, he's, he hasn't. He's done like a couple TV shows, like episodes on TV. Uh, his last movie was like a Western with Ethan Hawke and John Travolta. Uh, but this trailer came out of nowhere and it was just like, hey, it's in the theater now. And I was totally ecstatic about this. Uh, we, so it's uh, again, it's Ty West written and directed by him, uh, starring Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, Brittany Snow, Martin Henderson, Owen Campbell, Stephen Yuri, and Mr. Kid Cuddy. Yeah, you. You did okay. all my work for me, actually, because I wrote all that down, but you said it already. So <laughs> See, the past couple episodes, you've been running it, so I'm like, no, I'm going to step my game up now. Look at you. I don't even <laughs> need to be here for this one. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, we're in this together. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is a... Uh, it's being called a slasher. So that that's my first question for you is uh, we were talking last episode about how the slasher subgenre is kind of going away. Mm. Um, you know, Scream 5, uh, latest slasher movie, but it is a very slowly dying subgenre. And uh, what are your thoughts as far as that goes? Like people calling this a slasher movie. And do you think it actually falls in that subgenre? Yeah, I mean, it It fits the criteria of a slasher. Um, it's There's not a lot of meat on it to me. It's a pretty straightforward story. We, you know, follow a group of 
people doing some things and then everybody starts dying um it's not too like heavy on the plot not too like doesn't provoke too much thinking um i'm not a huge a24 fan which i think we've talked about before so it's not like the typical artsy film um i think it fits slasher it kind of did give me some like texas chainsaw vibes the way it was filmed um but yeah i think it fits into it with that um i (laughs) i'm trying to up my game and i totally overlooked uh describing what this movie is about do you want to give a quick synopsis on what happens oh i get to do that okay oh yeah that's your turn now (laughs) all right so we follow a group of people um so it's set in what 79 late 70s um yeah 1979 and we're i guess getting towards the end of the age of pornos being in the theater and you having to go to the theater and it's a little bit embarrassing and sit with other people and now we're getting into the home video entertainment and breaking out into that so we follow a group of people going to some random place in Texas um, where they rent. <laughs> nice callback. Huh? <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> where they rent um, a random little boarding house on a farm from an older couple uh, to shoot their porno in. Um, seemingly, I guess they don't know what they're about to do. And then old lady kind of starts spying on them a little bit and then things get fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, spoilers. <laughs> hey, before we say anything, we didn't say anything yet. So <laughs> Yeah, we're just starting this right now. Here but we remember, go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, nice call back to last episode about, uh, you know, somewhere in Texas and random people go there. Uh... <laughs> that was your... Uh... You're a good description. Somewhere in Texas. <laughs> I'm somewhere in Texas. <laughs> I guess the main thing I do want to start off with, uh, the over overall story, I love the concept of this movie. I did. I, did. I dug the story. Uh, like I said, it wasn't uh, too heavy on the plot. It was pretty straight to the point. Uh, pretty much, you go in, you get it, and that's it. It wasn't heavy thinking. Um it didn't make me, you know, like some movies where you watch the movie and then after it, you're like, oh, man, like, what if this meant this? Like, it wasn't like that. It was pretty straight to the point. Um, didn't really need to do anything else. <laughs> and going back to what you said, too, about, like, not being a fan of A24, I've I've said it many times. I'm not a big fan of A24 films, which I was hesitant going into this movie for that reason. Uh, but it's nothing like the standard A24 movie. This is legit like uh, a standard horror movie it has a little bit of artsy fartsy elements to it but there's no overthinking it yeah oh it has a little bit um and i guess being under a24 you can expect a little bit of that uh but it really wasn't like how most of their films are it definitely downplayed on that part it didn't overdo it really um yeah and I'm excited to hear what you think about it because it's still a secret. We don't know if we liked it or not. <laughs> we were messaging. And I said, don't tell me what you think. Cause you saw this before me, right? I did. I actually, I saw it. I think the day after it came out, um, which is funny. Cause I didn't know anything about this fucking movie. All right. So here's what happened. Um, <laughs> actually a few people said to me because you know, we 
not even just me and you. I've talked to other people about not really being a huge fan of like A24 and they've obviously released other movies, you know, recently with the past year. And I just had no interest in watching them. So I just didn't. Um, and probably about three people were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if A24 tried to make a slasher film? And then all of a sudden it was like, it comes hey, up. here's a slasher film. And I was like, what? So I'm like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like it or not, but I love slasher films. So let's check it out. I didn't even realize this was going to be a slasher film, like going into it. Uh, it wasn't until probably like three quarters of the way through it where I was like, it's pretty solid. Oh, as nice. far as I like did, the. I knew that. I knew that from the little trailer and I guess mm. people talking about it when like as soon as the trailer dropped. And then I didn't want it to get ruined. So I was like, seeing this immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched the trailer one time. I. I pretty much knew nothing about this movie. I, was, I saw Ty West's name and I was like, yeah, I'm seeing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah story story is pretty solid it's it has an original touch to it as well like having people who work at a strip club uh decide they're going to make a porno to make money since it is a new trend that is happening uh vhs or taped porn like you said as opposed to going to the theater you know the concept in, in that fact is original and also renting a house essentially on this old couple's land and things turn after that. I thought the, I thought that was, that was really clever and unique as far as like a storytelling perspective goes. One of the other things I, I absolutely, I'll say, I'm not saying I love the movie by any means, but the things I do love about this movie, um, minus the story is also the actors and their characters. I, I was completely, this is great storytelling when you're when you're telling a horror story and you can actually feel something for your, you know, your protagonist, your main group of characters. It it does. It says a little something about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so like each character in this movie, like even though some of them don't really say much like Kid Cudi, he probably has maybe anywhere between five and ten minutes of dialogue. I would say less than ten. But you still feel for the guy because of how his character is throughout the entire story. Uh, same thing with Brittany Snow, Mia Goth, uh, Jenna Ortega. Uh, Jenna Ortega's character, especially, she has a little bit more of character development. I wouldn't even call it character development, but you can see where her character is in the beginning and where she ends up. She uh, kind of takes like a, a little bit of a turn mid-movie. Yeah, because what do they, they call her church mouse. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she wears her cross and everything. She's there with her boyfriend and they're helping make this porn. And she has this cross and she at one point in the movie, she says, like, are you guys OK with like, you know, essentially fucking each other? Like and they're like, yeah, it's business. And then she says, well, I want to do a scene. And like the just how the character of her goes throughout the movie was I don't want to call it impactful because it wasn't like impacting but it was a cool transition for a character. Yep. The producer, I thought his character was cool. He was funny. The, the only one that I was kind of like, eh, was the the actual director, the camera guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like he was a typical stuck-up director. Probably what his character was written to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, I feel like they all kind of played a little bit of the typical different roles of characters in a slasher movie. Um, not too much 
crazy background on them, but each one kind of play their part. Yeah, and even you saying that too, like the typical slasher or even horror character, like you would take someone like Brittany Snow, she should typically be like, you know, quoting Cabin from the Wood or Cabin in the Woods, she would be the whore or mm-hmm. the, you know. Um, but she wasn't like that, really. Like, yeah, she had sex a lot in the movie. She, um, uh, there was a ton of boobs and penis in this movie, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, it was like Shadow Dong. Okay. <laughs> I mean, King Cuddy's hanging. He's packing. Yeah. I mean, it, it was dark. You know? <laughs> it, was, it was Shadow Peep. <laughs> While we're on the subject of Dong, um, <laughs> the best line in the movie. Uh, you feel that? Feel how hard I. What does he say? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like even the um, you know the typical traditional characters and everything. Like Britney, Britney Snow's character was really cool. Uh, they they were all cool characters. Like there wasn't a point where I was like, oh man, I can't wait for them to die. The old couple, unique as far as slashers go, I think. I mean, I I can't say I've never seen old people as your antagonist before because i have I, you know we you know um it's not a new concept but the way it was done was pretty clever uh especially in the storytelling one thing i will say about the old couple though it threw me off a little bit a lot of people were talking about how great the makeup and everything was i, I wasn't a big fan of the makeup um yeah i it threw me off a little bit i want to say a little more maybe with the old woman yeah than- man which uh, we all know obviously like Mia Goth played the old lady and herself I feel like you could tell a little more the makeup on her versus the guy but I mean you could still tell he wasn't like that old yeah but it didn't bother me enough to like take me out of the movie just kind of like not the best but yeah not like the worst either or super jarring where I'm gonna stare at it the whole movie and just be uninterested yeah yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. It wasn't it wasn't horrible. His makeup was definitely a lot better than hers. Um, I actually thought that was a like an old man. Uh, <laughs> whereas her, I didn't realize it was Mia Goth until the credits. So I guess I mean, the makeup making her look like her normal young self to that. I mean, it's a pretty big mm-hmm. jump. So they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, it's not you know perfect, but they did a pretty good job. It also uh, it also like ties into the story a little bit. And I think this is where the artsy fartsy part gets in the play where it's like I Mia Goth is what you're going to say <laughs> Mia Goth is playing both characters and the old lady is obsessed with Mia Goth's character. So to me, that was kind of like a little bit on the artsy. Th- Do you, uh, is that what you were thinking as well? Oh, uh, yeah. To me, it kind of played on, I guess, all of our like, you know, fear of getting older mm-hmm. and, you know, you look at yourself in your younger days and then you're like, oh, shit, I'm getting old. I can't do the things I used to do. And everyone, I think, you know, some more than others has that fear of getting older and just not being able to do anything anymore. Yeah, definitely. After I saw uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Old, I think I did a episode for that. I saw that because one of my one of my fears is growing old, you know, other than squids and porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> you and the squid what like all right but th- that's like i mean do you but those three fears together so opposite <laughs> well here's the thing i'm gonna grow old i'm gonna slip on a tile and die and then squids are gonna take over the planet that's why they go <laughs> I, think, I think i'm more confused about the porcelain like i need to understand 
it's a it's a it's more a phobia than it is a fear. I just don't like the way like if I'm taking a shower, I avoid the walls at all costs. Like I don't want to touch them. There was one time I I my backside was facing the wall and I went to grab the my body wash and my butt touched the wall and I freaked out. <laughs> I went, oh, oh. <laughs> and I've never heard that's that's a pretty unique one. It's, I've never it, heard that before. It, like I don't take baths. Like baths freak me out. I think. It's, oh man, they're so good. Nah, they're so there's good. something like there's something about the water and like the the sliminess on the porcelain that makes it like uh it's uh. <laughs> and then a squid comes out of the drain. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I wrote a I wrote a script for uh, revolving around fears, and there's a character. Um, who dies in the ocean getting attacked by a squid. And she's like, I'll just stay away from an ocean. And then she takes a bath and then a bunch of squid arms come up in the tub and <laughs> get her. Stop it. Yeah. New fear unlocked for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, back to this movie. Enough about me and my my stupid idiot phobias and fears. Yes, back. Okay, back to the movie. But first, did you like it? Or did you not like it? Let's get there first. Right. I think so, I went first last time. So I'll, I'll, I'll take yeah, I'll take this one. We'll 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 get into this. Uh I did like it. Uh it's uh, it's not it's not a movie I, I was in love with, you know, based on stuff I've said already as far as like the characters and everything go. I uh I left I left being satisfied, but it's not by any means something I loved. I, I didn't hate it. Uh it's definitely it's it's a good movie for sure. Okay. All right. All right. What'd you think? I really liked it. Surprise. You liked it. Yeah. I did. I thought we were going to be like, you were going to be like, I hate it. No. <laughs> it was a, it was a good movie. Like there was, you know, like I can, I can name multiple, you know, horror movies I've walked out of where I'm like, oh, that was so awesome. I can't wait to buy this on Blu-ray. Like, you know. Um, this one I left and I was like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. I, I was pretty satisfied when I left. I, <clears throat> I think we talked about a little bit last time too, where we're talking about like the horror genre and like where we are at with age and everything too. And it not being for us anymore. And as far as us being the, the target audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this movie can kind of tie in different age groups because I like what you did there. What? Tie in. Ty West. Oh, the tie-in. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, I think it can, because obviously, you know, this can target younger horror fans. Um, you know, eighteen to twenty-four. Like, you know, what were we thinking then? We're going to be young forever. So you're probably like, oh, gross. Like, getting old like that. New fear unlocked. Old people trying to fuck you. Um, but, <laughs> um, but then also at our age, like, we are in that weird in between where we're not young anymore but we're not old either and then it's like oh man we're getting closer to being old like what's that gonna mean for me oh god i hope i'm not like freaking out at that age or like you know just upset or worrying about you know all the things they didn't do so it kind of makes you think about that stuff so i think it can bridge the gap a little bit between different ages of people that are interested in horror um i i would buy it I don't think I would be like, eh, no, I'm not buying this one. Um, I would, I think. I would probably watch it again. I don't think I would watch it every day, but 
I I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, but I also go into a lot of newer movies with just little to no expectation, um, except Jordan Peele because we already know that's going to be awesome. But um, <laughs> besides that, like I don't really because I know I'm not the target, so I don't put so much weight on it. Where I'm like, oh man, this is going to be the best movie ever. This is made for me, and I feel like it's actually allowed me to in enjoy some newer movies a little bit more not so much in like i love it because i'm still so much stuck in older movies it's just my vibe but i feel like it's allowed me to at least enjoy watching it and have a good time yeah and this did have a little bit of a throwback to like those classic movies too like you you were saying like it reminded you a little bit of texas chainsaw massacre so the way that it was filmed Definitely reminds me um, a little bit of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that that gritty style. But as far as the the story with the old lady and everything, it very, very, very much makes me think of the movie Touch of Satan so much. And I I, love that movie. I've never heard of that one. What? That okay, first of all, that movie, it's there's a lot of similarities where it's um and you should actually, if you like Mystery Science Theater, they did an episode on it too. So it's there's similarities in where it's like the family's hiding this old lady who's like killing people, and there is a scene where like she stabs someone with a pitchfork and stuff, which she in this movie she did stab the director with a pitchfork. So there's a lot of things that make me think of that movie, and I love Touch of Satan so much. I have a giant poster of it over my bed. Um, <laughs> I gotta wonder, like, you know, because Ty West, he is like, you know, he's a film nerd. So it's like, I wonder if like, he was actually inspired by that movie. I hope so. I would love that. But that's the first thing I thought of when I saw like, the pitchfork scene, because I, I kind of was like, oh, I kind of thought of that a little bit, you know, anyway, with the old lady, because their, their looks are a little similar also. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw that I was like, oh, my God, I remember that scene, like, it's right in the beginning of the movie. So I was like, Oh, yeah. Touch Satan. That's awesome. <laughs> That's your homework. Go watch that movie. Yeah, I'm writing it down. That pieces and uh, torso. I got uh, look what I got right for you right here. The reminder. Oh, look at that. I was actually going to watch it on uh, YouTube because I think it's free on YouTube. Um, I don't know if it, I, it might be, actually. I think, yeah, actually, well, you could just read my review that I wrote also on it. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube and still on Shudder. Okay. And to be, I know I wrote down what they're on. I don't exactly remember, but if you, you know, side note, need help with that. I do write blogs on older movies. Yeah, that say that for the you, end, girl. <laughs> you don't watch, but this is for you. I'm not plugging. <laughs> every every episode, I say go plug yourself. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's so weird for me too because I mean, I don't know. <laughs> if you want to like i i don't know it's so weird because i'm like if you want to read what i write or you want to listen to like what i say on here or you want to go look at what i post every now and then cool if you don't that's cool too like i just do it for the love of horror so it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> i know this was getting compared to the visit a lot which is you know old people and everything like to me it was like a mix between the visit meets texas chainsaw meets boogie nights a little, a little bit with the the visit, I guess. Like just cause, I mean, to, just because the to old me, people, I could see the old, yeah, the old people. Yeah. I mean, story wise and like the mentality that they're in and everything like that. Not so much, but old people, yeah. But yeah, like I said, 
you got to watch the other movie to understand my comparison. <laughs> You'll see it immediately. One great thing that I absolutely loved about this movie, I will throw this out there, is uh, the opening scene. Uh, something that I've always wanted to see. I think they might have, I might be wrong, but I think they might have done this in Cabin Fever, uh, where the opening scene is it shows the crime scene and all the chaos that has happened, and it shows, like, different things. And you're, so it gets you thinking, like, right away, like, what happened here? Yeah. And then so as the movie plays out and you start to see those things that had happened or that were shown in the opening scene and something like that, like I've, I've wanted to see for a very long time again. And like, I, I absolutely love that opening scene. Yeah, I definitely dig that. <clears throat> I think I think everything the way they shot it, it all played out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how it came like full circle back to there. Um, a lot of the shots like, you know, like we said, it's a 24. So you can expect some like beautiful shots, which definitely like when she was uh, swimming in the lake and you see the like alligator and stuff behind her. That was definitely a really, really awesomely shot scene. Yes. That was a beautiful scene. I love that scene, too. That because that that was tension. That's the whole bomb under the table scenario there. Like, you know, the alligator is there and she's swimming and you're like, oh, she's got plenty of time. She's got a lot of distance on him. And you're just waiting for that alligator to get her. But at the same time, it's like, nah, she's good. And then she makes it to the dock. And when she makes it to the dock and she just waits there and you're like, oh, shit, she's taking too Uh long to get out of the water now. And you're waiting for that bomb to explode at that point. I thought that was that was done perfectly. Yeah, I definitely I don't know. I definitely like the way they they did build some tension in some scenes and. Even to the point where before everything started happening, you're kind of wondering, like, oh, well, like, is this lady really like crazy? Is she going to do something or whatever? And then you're like, oh, OK, yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But speaking of like the opening scene with the murders of uh, the alligator, uh, let's talk about the kills real quick. Um, and as far as gore goes, wh- what do you think about that? I know a lot of people were saying this is, like one of the goriest movies I I didn't see a lot of gore in it. It was violent, but as far as the gore factor goes, I didn't think it was there. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, the kills were pretty solid. Uh, They were enjoyable. I think, you know, not something you expect old people to do. But um, I thought they were pretty good. It's definitely not the goriest I've seen, like, watched a lot of fucked up movies. But (laughs) (laughs) um, I think for, like, the normal movie goer probably a decent amount of like gore um but yeah i mean you see some of the some of the kills some of the stuff um but it, I, it wasn't like overly gory to me but enough to be like nice nice yeah. <laughs> nice nice um yeah i'm i'm with you i thought the kills were done very well like if we were doing a kill count or something and we were going to give the dullest the dull machete to something, I would say like probably the shotgun to Kid Cudi was oh, probably the... dead meat now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was referencing dead meat, but like <laughs> the weakest one was the shotgun blast. Everything else was it, it was it was good. Like, um, you know, the pitchfork to the face, the the alligator was probably my favorite uh, just because it was a callback. And like it was, you know, that was the reference earlier, like or the setup, like showing her in the lake and then Brittany Snow getting her head ripped off and by the alligator like that was that was probably my favorite one yeah Um, i mean i i mean i i definitely liked you know 
the old lady getting run over too. That was pretty. <laughs> that was pretty. That was nice. She that shot was the pretty... shit out of her fucking self out of the door. I was like, <laughs> that was hysterical. I was like, ma'am. <laughs> I actually thought of you when that part happened. I <laughs> forgot what the word was that you would say. Uh, uh, yeeted? She got yeeted out the door? <laughs> she definitely yeeted herself right out that front door. Like, she got air. <laughs> I was like, damn, bitch. <laughs> it happened. I was like, where'd she go? <laughs> Bye. Um, and I, I did like at the end, too, where we kind of tie in because the whole movie we're seeing clips of like this pastor on the TV going on and on about his sermon and then we kind of get the tie back at the end where it's actually Mia Goth's character's father and we're like oh okay yeah now is that Mia Goth's character or is that the old lady what do you mean like the girl that shows up on the TV this is the part that kind of like I was confused about like is when they're talking about the like pastor or whatever and like oh at the end it's revealed that this girl went missing or like ran away or whatever is it mia goth like her actual character in the movie or is it the old lady that is the girl mia goth you think it's hers i believe so i think he there he's talking about her running away and sin and all that um Mm. i don't think it's in reference to the old lady i think it's in reference to her character okay that was the one thing that threw me off because I was like, I get it, but like, I don't like it threw me <laughs> off a little bit. The one part that I also like that was untraditional too, with the characters. And as far as the kills go is Jenna Ortega, which by the way, I got to say, she's becoming like this decade scream queen. Yeah. Like, and she's she's do- coming out of scream five. Mm-hmm. She's in here. The babysitter. But yeah, she's, she's kind of getting into a lot of stuff, which Again, goes back to what I said. Um, probably getting, you know, people younger than us into mm-hmm. horror because there's new people. Um, you're seeing her face a lot. So now you're getting newer people involved in these movies um, and kind of passing the torch. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you 100% on that, which is one great thing about this movie, I guess. One great thing. There's a lot of great things about it, but... Um, but one thing with her is like she's being set up to a point in the movie, like traditionally in a horror movie, you have the innocent girl and everything who you think she's going to be your final girl. And when she gets blasted at the end, I was like, damn. <laughs> well, I mean, a... hey, she broke she broke the rule. <laughs> yep. She's no longer a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe she wasn't. I don't know. But she was the more innocent one. Yeah. Did you stick around for the post credits? Uh, no, because I wasn't aware this was like a Marvel movie. So yeah. I left and then everyone was talking about the post credit scene. And I was like, oh, shit, I had to look it up on YouTube. Yeah, same fucking here. I was like, I usually always stay for the credits. And I was like, I got to pee. I mean, I didn't think I needed to. For, well, that's for this. Well, that's so I was the... just like, all right, bye. It's an A24 horror movie. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. I, I like the movie. I don't need to. I know who did everything. I'm out of here. And then, yeah, I get home and I'm listening to a review on my ride home. And I'm like, what the fuck? There was a what the. But it, it wasn't even a post credit scene. It was just a trailer for the prequel that's supposed to be coming out in the next couple of months or something. Yeah, which I think was cool that they yeah. filmed that and, you know, kind of kept that secret. And I mean, I'm down with it because I thought, you know, the old lady's uh, character was kind of interesting. Pearl. 
Um, so to kind of see like her in her younger days and clearly throughout the movie, we see, you know, the guy strung up in the basement. So these people are not the first ones to meet their demise on the farm. We see a car in the pond, lake, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's out there with the old guy looking for his wife, quote unquote. Um, so it leads us already to believe that, like this is not the first time they're doing this. So it's kind of cool to step back and see where that turn happened, where she kind of became what she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's there was old people fucking. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, got some old man butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when uh, I I was the it was me and one other person in the theater when I saw all this. And when the first sex scene happens, I'm like, this is my, this is what it must have felt like back in the day watching porn in a, in a theater. Yeah. Kind of awkward. Like, you're just like, yeah. hey. Hey, how's it going? going? What are you doing back there? Keep it, keep it down over there. <laughs> Why are you wearing a trench coat? <laughs> Trying to enjoy the show. <laughs> One thing that is cool about this, I think the last movie to do something like this where it's back to back, minus, you know, Avengers. Because uh, that was years later, but the Matrix, I think they re- released the Matrix Reloaded, then Matrix Revolution, and that was like two months apart because they filmed those simultaneously. So, like the fact that they filmed these movies simultaneously, and like it's going to be like almost immediately, uh, that is really cool too. Because I I am looking forward to seeing this this prequel. It's, it's called Pearl. I yeah. think. Yeah, I'm actually I'm interested in it. Like I I feel like there was not too much backstory on like the characters but like enough to get the gist of who they are yeah um so yeah like i said it'd be interesting to kind of see what happened before um i think the old couple were interesting enough of characters that it will make for another good movie and kind of see what led them to the point they were at Mm -hmm. and hopefully uh you know we get to see more old sex again well we're going back in time so it's not it's not gonna be old hey Old sex or nothing. I want to see that <laughs> old wrinkly man's big pale spotted booty. Spotted booty. <laughs> Future. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, you, <laughs> hey, you got those saggy boobies to look forward to. <laughs> hey, listen, we're already there, all right? We're like, I'm old. <laughs> We got time. I don't got spots on my butt yet. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. Give it time. Yeah, a couple more years, though. I'll be there. Give it about six months. <laughs> six months. You're cutting my time even shorter. Great. <laughs> Listen, we talked about it last time. We're hitting 40 this decade, man. Oh, God. Let's not talk about it ever again. All right. <laughs> but uh, I, you got anything else you want to bring up about this? or? I don't know. Not that it was bad, but I feel like, like we said in the beginning, it's so to the point where it's pretty kind of easy to form a straight opinion on it. Um, Like it, don't like it. Pretty, pretty easy on that one. Um, I felt like, you know, it, it didn't really leave too much to be desired. Like a lot of, you know, the older slasher movies and stuff I, I watched, like there's not a whole lot of story, not like too much meat on the bones. It's pretty straightforward, simple plot. Um, and I think they did a pretty good job with this. Like, instead of overstuffing it with information, leave a little. Um, and now we got a cool prequel out of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, 
I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, only thing I would add on is like, you know, it's a it's not an original IP. Well, you know, as far as like, you know, Freddie, Michael or Jason or anything like that goes like it, it, it is an original IP. It's not like a pre-existing one. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice to have something fresh like this, uh, which I very much appreciated about it. And the fact that, like we just said, we're we're both hyped for the for the prequel. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I again, leaving this movie, I, I said, yeah, it was good. Uh, I definitely recommend people see it. Yeah, definitely. Um, this isn't like a Halloween kills where I'm like, nah, fuck that movie. <laughs> um, this is definitely one I think people should see for sure. Yeah, and I I feel like the reviews are pretty positive for it. I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen anyone hate it. I think I saw some people like confused by it, but mm-hmm. not not really hate it. Doesn't seem too divided. I think most mm-hmm. people enjoyed it. Um, it's pretty pretty enjoyable movie. A little uncomfortable at times, but yeah. I think yeah, I think I've only seen like maybe two people not like it at all. Um, but yeah, I had fun with it. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, I got I got nothing else to bring up for it. Um, this is probably the easiest review we've ever done. Yeah, we both agree. Like, I, I don't think we've disagreed on a review yet. I think we're both pretty much on the same most of the time. Yeah, which is funny because we're so opposite on movies. You think we would disagree a whole lot more. I know, I know. <laughs> but I think it's also like, like I said, where I'm not taking movies too seriously. Like mm. nowadays when I go see a new movie, I think if I took it super seriously and like, super elitist like ah, everything after 1989 is terrible forever um you know obviously it's not my preference but i think if i took it too seriously we would disagree a lot more but you know i'm just i'm taking it for what it is and that's it and maybe maybe that's our age maybe we're just at the point where we just don't give a fuck and it's like eh, nah no, yeah no. i mean i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna watch old ass movies so it's <laughs> not really <laughs> changing me much <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. We'd made we said this one was going to be a quickie, and it sure was. Yeah, um, probably the quickest one we've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> this is so. This is uh, wouldn't it be a record for the shortest episode. I think the shortest episode I've done so far is twenty minutes. This one was a good second place for that, though. But uh, <laughs> we also for still us, hold very good. <laughs> yeah, considering our long longest episode is almost three three hours. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty good uh, for me because, you know, I can get to talking. <laughs> <laughs> I like talking. <laughs> um, all right. Well, now is the time, Krista. Go ahead and plug yourself. I, I don't know why I even have to do this. Oh, Jesus Christ. So awkward. <laughs> Every time. But yeah, it, no, it's fine. Like, we, you know, we did this once. It's enough. You know, the people are here to hear me anyway. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Touche. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. I don't I don't like despite, you know, I guess me. All right. I'll I'll just, walk you I'm gonna I, walk you through it from now on. All right. <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. I'm having a great time just talking about it. I just feel weird. Like I'm just a normal person. Like I'm a normal person too, but it's standard. Whatever. I'm just, I'm just, I'm here on your show talking to you. Everyone listen to Rob's podcast. Okay. All right. So, uh, go follow Krista. Or don't. Or don't. Or don't. Do whatever you want to do. It's your go check. It's your preference. She doesn't give a shit either way. Um, whatever you want to do. 
You do you, boo-boo. You, you do you. I support it. <laughs> Krista on Instagram, at the horror queen. That's horror queen with two N's. Horror queen with two N's on Instagram. Uh, you also have a blog where you review old classy movies. Uh, what <laughs> that... I not say classy, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, oh, real classy. Uh, what is it? You, re- um, you review movies from your VHS collection, right? Yes, I do. I take the movies out of my personal collection, VHS only, but I do give you where you can stream it if you do not own it on VHS, if you're not an ancient dinosaur like myself. Um, but I do do that for the uh, Catfight Coffee blog. Um, so you can find my reviews on their website. All right, you said that's cat fight coffee? Mm-hmm. All right, cat like the animal, coffee like the drink, <laughs> and fight like I'm going to knock you out, sucker. <laughs> yeah, I've I've read uh, two of your posts, and they are enjoyable. So everyone... I, thank you. I'm sure you still haven't watched the movies, though. But it's No, okay. I, I'll get there one day. I promise I will. One of these days I will. <laughs> like, come on, man. Humor me a little. <laughs> One day I will watch pieces. I watched the trailer at least the other day. That's where I was getting to before. I was going to watch it on YouTube, but I watched the trailer and I was like, I can't commit to this. <laughs> what do you mean you can't commit to this? Jesus. I saw a little boy hit a woman in the head multiple times with an axe and she was still screaming. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. Just do it. Uh, all right. All right. I'll do it one of these days. But yeah. All right. Uh, Krista on Instagram at the horror queen with two ends and check out her blogs of VHS at cat cat fight coffee cat fight coffee <laughs> I almost said cat coffee fight <laughs> oh okay that's a new one <laughs> cat fight coffee and everyone go follow gizmos corner on Instagram at gizmos corner posting what is currently being watched what we are currently watching what we have watched any kind of news trailer updates Stuff of that nature. I don't post as often as most other people because I have a job and whatnot, and I like to do other things with my life. But if something is very fascinating, I will post about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hobby for us. so It is. It is. <laughs> um, but yeah, Krista, I'm glad we finally got to do this. And uh, until next time. Bye. <laughs> and everyone else. Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. 